Hi there, and welcome to JK We're Rolling, an actual play podcast where the words are made up and the points don't matter. My name is Michael Moore, and I am the magician master of this podcast about three young wizards who attend a prestigious country school in Germany. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I didn't know that you, keep I thought it. you read it or something like that. I didn't no, see that. No, I, I, I was just going. I was like feeling it. I was in the flow. You know, so, we are, we are, we are an actual play podcast about three young wizards who attend the most prestigious prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. And what a prestigious school it is. Our characters have so many chances, so many options to uh, explore this school and get really hands-on experiential learning. And that's what we love. And uh, they are guided by myself. And who am I guiding? Well, let's meet those players now. Hey there, my name is Sebastian Kinder and I play Eric Miller, musician, magician with a troubled past. Uh, Keeping others in memory for him, that kind of working, but not the other way around. Most people tend to forget him. Unless it's someone who wants to constantly annoy him or to want bad things for him. All the evil guys still remember me. Dang it. But well, we can live with that. Uh, at least we still remember everything, even if we work against someone. Not unlike someone else. Lisa knows your name. <laughs> yes, she does. Lila. I don't know her name. <laughs> Who is Lisa? I really want to know. Eric has so much going on. You don't know Lisa? She, she's a second year Wolf Shield, but she's she's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Nadine Kuhn, and I play a pixie elf called Cecily Mary Nature Spring. Cecily created herself wings, and now she tries to make them fly. And Star New Song had some great ideas, so let's see about that. Also, she's going to figure out who Lisa is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I want to know that. Add it to the list. <laughs> yeah, that was shorter than expected. Um, hi, guys. This is me again, Lucas Fischer. And I play, of course, Jasper Casper, who is a human wizard from the non-magical world with the discipline of being a professor of tomorrow. And Jasper keeps his head brain sharp and his wand at the ready. And that's the end of the episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in. <laughs> that was a short recording. Nice to see you. Just a tight, tight, tight five. That was longer than I expected. But I like <laughs> I'll see you next week. I think that's the first time that Lucas ever said his discipline during his intro. He is. He's a professor of tomorrow. We love that. Oh, congratulations. Oh. Yeah, that's why I didn't do it yesterday. I always have a hard time calling the adults like who have the same discipline mm -hmm. professors of tomorrow because most of them are like already professors like skevius mccrevious for instance is a professor of tomorrow he's like a genius of tomorrow so they're professor professors of tomorrow that's the thing is i was like professor sounds a little weird i i think i've been calling them academic mages during our recordings because i couldn't think of a better thing but hey if you listen to this podcast and you have a better idea of what to call that let me know you know just write it into the comments and if you don't listen why why, why don't you leave us <laughs> come on <laughs> there are so many adventures we're cool so normally this is the part where i ask my players some questions about their characters or about whatever's on our mind but today we want to talk about something that happened at the end of last episode which is that everybody got a growth point which is how we learn new spells and get stat upgrades and lets us do cool stuff and so we're just going to go around and learn we're going to learn what everybody else learned at the end of star new songs uh class <laughs> uh, because it's good then people understand where these bonuses come from and and if we haven't explained it during the show before, I will try my best to explain it now or maybe to remind you. There's two main kinds of magic that each of our characters have as base stats, potency and deafness. Potency branches out into three different kinds of magic. Transformation. Oh, I should have pulled up a sheet with this. I'm just doing this for my brain. Uh, transformation, uh, attack magic, and movement, movement. magic. Nice. And uh, deafness also branches out into three kinds of magic, which is discovery, endowment, and influence, influence. magic. Thank you. Does that give a little extra point? <laughs> it's great. Can we get a plus one to any two, of these? Two points for Nadine. <laughs> Um, so you, everybody has a base stat that applies to their magic, you, you know, somewhere between minus one to plus two. And then you can also get bonuses to the specific kind of sub magics like discovery or attack or transformation. And when our characters cast a spell, if they have, let's say a plus one in deafness, 
and a plus one in discovery, because discovery is a deafness magic, they would get plus two to any discovery spell that they would try to cast. Uh, so that's how that works. And it works the same way with our spryness and bookishness stats. Our spryness actions are things like stunt and creature trust, sneak, and a physical attack, of course. And with bookishness, we have item creation, world lore, research, and investigation. So you can have uh, bonuses to each of these individual actions, which add on to your bonus for the basic stat. That's how we figure this out. Now, some of the times our characters have minus ones to certain stats, but if they can get a plus one to a certain action that's attached to that stat, maybe they can get it to cancel out so that they can help themselves roll a little better. So that's what these stats are. And different disciplines get access to different kinds of bonuses. So they can't pick the same things. They have special rules about what they're allowed to pick from. So let's hear it now. Let's hear it now. Uh, so I guess I'm going first. First of all, the most important thing, finally another spell slot got unlocked. Woo! I learned something else. I mean, <laughs> Cecily already knew how to cast the spell, but I wanted to know as well. <laughs> Move the Lufte it is. Hooray. It's helpful when you do heap and schweb. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it does bring you places. About that. How, how about we combine it? You cast heap and schweb and I make Move the Lufte so you move faster. Yes. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> checks out. That's awesome. That checks out. <laughs> checks out. That sounds like a plan. I like it. <laughs> I would love a battle where there's like Sassley in the middle who's cast Hebenschweb and then there's like Eric on one side and then like a bad guy on the other side and they're both trying to push <laughs> Sassley towards the other one. I don't know why or how that would she make would sense. She would love it. <laughs> She'd like, be like, again, again, let's play it again. <laughs> and the, the first one to not cast the spell is going to get punched with a plus one. Sounds good. Oh, man. <laughs> Take him out. Wow, that's a full-on sassy game. Love it. Okay, I'm so sorry, Sebastian. Go on. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. So uh, that's the spell, but there was also a bonus that I was allowed to choose. And I thought for myself, hey, what is one thing that Eric learned from the last class? It was existing at multiple places at the same time. <laughs> and the dire need to be able to do things outside of magic. So I thought, hey, a little bonus to his stunt rolls might not be bad. Especially since we had the list for our stunts uh, pretty much enlarged mm -hmm. the one time. So, hey, plus one to stunts. Sounds good. Might be helpful. True. And stunt is our new rule for people who don't remember. It used to be called run. And then I was like, we're not really running that much. We're going to replace this with the stunt stat, which allows our characters to do more complex physical tasks, something that's a little more aerobic or athletic or tricky. So uh, that we have that stat now. But it might, you know, if you need to run really fast, well, we might also call that a stunt. We'll see. <laughs> for the listeners, we're going to fail either way. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. It's the tournament. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm second. Um, well, after really thinking about it again, because I took some time to answer this, um, <laughs> I also gained a new spell, and that's called Vehe Mahalo. The guys have it already. And it shows a key that's close by, right? Is this the key? Is this, does it show the key or does it show the hole? It does not. It doesn't have to be close by. It's it shows. No. If, if you cast this spell on a on a lock or a mechanism, the key to that lock or mechanism will glow to the caster's eyes for twenty four hours, no matter where that key is. Oh, that's awesome. So you can just cast it over and over and just walk through the whole world to find a key. I mean, that makes sense. Oh, that's cool. See, I learned it. That's awesome. And I also... <laughs> <laughs> I'm always worried about how well you know what your spells do, Nadine. <laughs> the thing is, I try them anyway. I know. And usually I fail. That's why I have a plus one to physical attack. But also, I was really thinking about having another plus one to physical attack. But of course, you should even it out a little more. So I have another plus one or one plus one for sneak. Oh, yeah. And since I have a plus one for spryness already, boom, plus two for sneak. <laughs> so watch out. If I'm going to try to find that key in 24 hours, that's anywhere in the world, I might sneak up on it. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> is it me now? It's you. I have moved the Lufte and plus one to magical attack. Excellent. Thank you so much for your input. Wow. 
You're welcome. You really put some pictures on my head when you talk to me about this. Absolutely. <laughs> People always tell me I'm too emotional, so I try to dial it back a little bit. Keep it down. Mm. I have plus two. two <laughs> Finally, here on, I think it's like episode 52, all of our characters have all of their base spells. There are four base spells that everybody, every wizard can learn. And those are Lichtus Bichtus, Mufta Lufta, Zauberschlag, and Vehe Mahalo. So congratulations, you are now like officially at least halfway through your your junior wizardship. <laughs> uh, you're more than halfway through, let's be let's be honest. Uh, you're doing a great job. You, you know all your base spells. So this would be normally this would be the first thing that your school would teach you would be like these four basic spells. But you all have been on an advanced track of survival. <laughs> the challenge was not to get these spells. The challenge is to roll for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting them is the easy part, but casting them is harder. <laughs> you know, we could learn those in quiet and careful classes with teachers who don't endanger us thanks to all their ideas how to do lessons. Or we could try and fight against evil mages and learn them that way. I mean, both works. I think that Star New Song did more damage to you than any of the villains. Like, her class was the, absolutely the, the worst. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't trust her. I think she has, she has something going on with her. Well, she didn't knock any of, any, any of you out. None of you. Like, Yet. People, people Yet. got whammied from, like, from Enda um, whammied people. Uh, I do think that when y'all fought Yazadva, you got whammied, but... Yeah, but he didn't mean it. No, but he was, yeah. It was, he didn't, he really, he really didn't. He was sad. It was, was self-defense. It was self-defense. And he was in love with, what was that woman's name? <laughs> okay. You mean the one teacher we didn't see? Didn't hear or see her for a while. <laughs> you guys are going to end up in an empty <laughs> castle alone. Like, y'all are just letting people get stolen left and right. <laughs> <laughs> Stolen, arrested, who knows? Hello? Hello? Okay, well, <laughs> but before the castle gets too empty, perhaps our heroes have a chance to change their luck. It's been a few good hits for the Einheitserin. A couple magical deals were made that definitely seem to favor the uh, Shadow Realm crew quite a bit, but our heroes have their chance. A competition to become the Crystal Bearers and infuse themselves with magic power directly from the crystal that guards the castle itself. A mantle that has not been worn by any students for almost a hundred years, or maybe it's longer than a hundred years. Uh, no one seems to be able to pinpoint when this stopped working, but perhaps it's tied into the absence of pixie elves from the castle. That was hinted at a couple times. Maybe that has something to do with it. And yeah, we totally picked up on that. Totally yeah, picked up on that. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, you guys, write it down. Let me write it down. <laughs> you you actually did kind of pick up on it at one point, and I think you kind of forgot. So this, this is, is just I me. I get distracted so easy. Yeah, There's so much stuff going on. There's a lot happening. <laughs> I mean, Sassley knew this long ago when our backstories mattered. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she was the first pixie elf to attend the Jochenberg School of Magic in over 100 years, which is what makes her such an oddity at the school. All of a sudden, she's returned, and this, this ritual that had become just something figurative, just something that was a, a, a reward for hard work, now seems to have real magical importance, uh, and especially now that... Things are so dire where the castle is with these dark clouds and shadow creatures coming into the castle. So the timing couldn't be better for this ceremony to work. And I can't wait to find out what's going to happen next. So without much further ado, let's begin this next episode of JK, We Are Rolling. Last time on JK, We Are Rolling. The Shieldless faced down their most difficult class yet, Star New Song's anti-dimension storm word game. The storm became nearly impossible to overcome, and the three students were turned into plants, shuffled through paper realities, possessed by draconic spirits, transformed into cats, struck by lightning, drawn into illusory musical performances, poisoned, frozen, and beaten up. But in the end, Eric was able to guess the answer to the cipher cylinder. Surprising for a human. He gave a truth from his past that functioned to open the cylinder, that they had never met the real Flip McCool. 
Star News Song congratulated them on a successful class and remarked on how powerful they are. The team decided to give Jasper the new snout amplifier they had won, and now they must decide what to do with their last bit of free time before the Crystal Bearer Tournament. As if anything can prepare them for what's to come. <laughs> That's just a tagline. I'm not really promising anything. These recaps are pretty meta. So, there you are. The three of you are standing just outside of Star New Song's classroom, where you have recently <laughs> undergone quite a trial. This was a heck of a class, but you did very well. You successfully made it through, you opened the cylinder, you got an item, you got a growth point. She was impressed. So she has closed the door to her classroom and she, you know, is inside picking up all this stuff. She said it was the first time that she had tried this particular little exercise as, as a test of, of your deafness ability. And while the test was conclusive, she did kind of regret making such a mess. So she has closed the door and is going about her business in the classroom. But you three are standing there. And to start off, I would like to go through what <laughs> just to remind everybody what conditions and effects you are dealing with right now let's start with eric okay um so from what i wrote down mm -hmm. a good part was jumping from dimension to dimension yes there was a lot of that yeah ah oh, dang it i'm not able to see the world like it was before ever again <laughs> yeah exactly exactly I mean, no one can see it, but it was like mind blown forever. <laughs> Guys, picture that GIF. You know the one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know no it. One. Something that happened to him was the plant uh, fingernails growing with him unable to uh, hold mm -hmm. anything. But he got that under control, as far as I remember. Uh, he got hit a few times by lightning and maybe a book if i recall rightly that was mostly uh, just damage <laughs> happening that's right and if i recall as well he was blinded at some point that's right eric had the most constitution rolls of everybody you got hit with yeah. the most stuff you got hit with lightning and extra dimensional matter and yeah. uh just almost everything fire uh <laughs> anything that is able to hurt i got it exactly you got all of that and you do have one constitution left i believe you're down to one constitution yes uh did you have a hit on that constitution already uh no i think i didn't okay that was like the the last fresh one i have okay perfect so uh you are no longer have fingernails made of grass you are a, a regular boy but you do maintain your blinded condition for the rest of the day until you can get to sleep you have that imprint that retina imprint everywhere you look is a little dots and 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 flashes of color uh, and you know it'll go away eventually, but it's a bit distracting right now. It's going to give you some minuses to any actions that you have to roll. Yeah, I, I need to say it. Ah, my eyes! <laughs> <laughs> and how about Jasper? Jasper is a lovely family man. <laughs> yes, he's a family man. No, but um, he got the cat's condition, the kitten condition. He got the... Like the grass condition, just mm -hmm. like Eric had, which I'm sure that Wilbur was really fond of. And he, <laughs> also got, he also got the paper condition. The funny thing is, you know that Wilbur was pulled into all of the same reality bubbles that you were. So we missed an opportunity not to have cat Wilbur and paper Wilbur and plant Wilbur. Know that he did, he did suffer through all of that along with you. Another bonding experience. I tell you, paying for the therapy of this snake is going to be very expensive. <laughs> uh, I hope he has a good one. So that's true. So the the paper and cat and plant effect are all gone. You don't have any of those anymore. I believe you have two constitution left. Do I? <laughs> I believe I believe I think you have two left. I don't know if you already had a hit. I think you did. I think you got one hit on your second constitution, so I think if you got hit again, you need a 13 or more. That's it. I don't think you have any lasting conditions, actually. No, then I only lost one, one constitution. I you think. lost one constitution, you have one hit on your second constitution, and you have no lasting conditions. I mean, that advantage on your wand 
because I tell you what, I really, I, I have re-listened to that episode. I edited it. That, can, that advantage really helped, as it should, when you're doing a deafness-based class and you have this wand that has been living in the shadow realm. Absolutely, why not? And Sassly, I left you for last because it's the big finale. What you got going on? Yeah, she's been through a lot. Like, you know, it's all an experience for her. So, um, Sassley was a singing doc in a musical, but that um, changed <laughs> into being a cat. I also feel like she had planned fingernails, but she can also be just an empath and just felt the same thing. But I feel like she went through that too. You did not go through that. <laughs> yes, but it feels but it like, felt it. She's like so it. connected to the others. See what damage mm-hmm, she actually mm-hmm. had. Like, then she had a poison condition. I did write something down that says winded. You are bloated. You have a bloated condition. Oh, I see. See, um, there was something with wind, <laughs> something with air. You bloated. So you have minus two to stunt and physical attack rolls. Oh yeah. I didn't even come to that now because I wrote everything down. <clears throat> I have a minus one to run, a minus one to physical attack and stunt. A minus two to transformation, a minus two to endowment, and a minus one to bookishness. But uh, I'm a happy person, and no (laughs) one can take away the plus one. It just gets cancelled out by the minus one. (laughs) (laughs) You do have the most bonuses of anybody, but you definitely right now have the most minuses. See, I like to challenge myself. (laughs) You keep your bloated condition, which is is a minus two uh, to, to stunt and physical attack. You keep your poison condition. You keep your confused condition, which is minus one to all bookishness. Did you get a wand dampener at some point? Did that happen to you? That, I'm trying to figure out what, what this wind thing means. Wow, I told you I feel I, I wrote down winded and you told me I'm blow I'm bloated. So now you use that wind word to find something else. <laughs> but you said you didn't get to that yet. No, I told you I'm winded. Winded isn't a thing. <laughs> winded doesn't exist. I don't know what it means. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. I might have not understood <laughs> fully the consequences. But I'm really honest with how many minuses I have. Well, you know your minuses. I guess that's what's important. I know this was, uh, we did record this a few weeks ago. At this point, it might be easier to remind myself of the few plus that I have. <laughs> and Sassley also only has one constitution left. You will begin a new activity slot now. Uh, and at the beginning of that activity slot, Sassley, you have a poison condition. Roll a d6. Oh, no. If the result is one through three, you have to roll a constitution dice. Well, that's a two. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, we need to roll a constitution dice here. That's also a two. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> we didn't even start the episode. So you guys are feeling pretty good. You are looking at each other and having a, a polite uh, conversation uh, about what you should do next. And Sassly faints in front of you. <laughs> Hold on, how much do I have left? You have no constitution. That was your last constitution. Oh, <laughs> I wish I had peanut butter. <laughs> it might be in my pocket. <laughs> Jasper, would, would you mind to tell me what just happened? I just heard something flop to the ground. I think it was Cecily. What? I think she had a constitution roll because she was poisoned. <laughs> Very insightful. Very insightful. <laughs> so here's what here's what's going to happen. Sassley is whammied. Mm. She will need to recover herself. Um, Sassley, I'm so sorry, but you will all lose an activity slot to get Sassley. <laughs> you will have to carry her unless you want to take her to the infirmary. But you have a, a good feeling that this is just damage from a class. This wasn't like she was attacked or something. Uh, if she sleeps it off, she'll be fine. So you need to get Sassley down to the shieldless domain, formerly the servants' quarters, and let her sleep it off. The other two of you can get one more activity slot. I'm sorry, Nadine. We welcome your commentary throughout the next part of this. It's okay. I just suggest the library, guys. <laughs> so the boys, you can carry her down to the to the servants' quarters and let me know what you want to do with your one free activity slot today. Jasper gets really close to Eric after shutting the door to Cecily's dormitory. And then he's, so Eric, now it's just us, the boys. What are we going to do? That's hmm? a very good question. I. Are you still standing? Yeah, you are still standing there. That's good. Yeah, I'm very close. Hmm? 
you are free to work on yourselves. I mean, if there can be, you know, benefits to doing things that you might want to do for yourself as a human being, you know, like as a person. Like a spa? Yeah, like a spa, like going to the spa. <laughs> uh, like like practicing music for Eric, you know, or reading your books, uh, Jasper, mm -hmm. or going to visit with other people or, or whatever else. I mean, you have your items. If you want to visit Matthias Hinterhauser, that's also an option. Or, of course, you have the, the library to do research. So you have a lot of options possible options but you have one activity slot so let me know you can always go to the urbaum <laughs> you could no, go to the urbaum we won't do that and if they offer you the blessing don't take, <laughs> take it. it we must turn it down what's the daytime michael the time is you had it you had an assembly in the morning mm -hmm. then you had a little time in between then you went to class You asked questions, you had this crazy storm, came outside, you talked a bit, you attached this thing to your, to your nose, Jasper, your new item, you brought Sassley down. We are in the final slot of the day before the school goes into lockdown because you know students are not supposed to be out wandering around at night. Who knows who you might run into if you wander around at night. So it is, we'll say eight in the evening right now. That's the last kind of couple hours that you have before uh, everybody needs to be in their rooms. Eric, yeah, I have an idea. How about, you know, Matthias Hinterhauser, materials, items, chlor, and more. He also has, you know, maybe some information about, you know, one or two of the tasks tomorrow. So maybe he can give us some information or maybe something that we can use in order to definitely win some of these. You could go and ask him while I still try to find the solution for your problem. What do you mean? It's not a problem. It's it's a decent deal that I made. Knecht, not Gisertwe. Knecht. It's a deal I made with Gisertwe. What? Gisertwe's Knecht confirmed? Okay, got it. Well, I'm sure that you want to deal with a problem. Maybe it's not my problem. Maybe you want to deal with the personal problem, which I'm fine. I can go to Matthias and you deal with Lila. Okay, so just to remind you, Matthias Hinterhauser, you don't know, you've tried to go to him for information before. It did not go super well. He does not seem to trade in information. But for items and materials, if you have an item or material that you would like to trade for something, you know that he's open to trade for different stuff. So looking at your inventory and, and even at Sassley and Eric's inventory, if there's something that you want to bring to him to switch out or to to offer a trade to see what he could maybe offer mm. you can certainly do that so that's that's totally fair while you look at that we will start with eric and we can say if you got an item from eric that you did that before we'll talk about that once you've decided what your next move is but eric you where are you going who do you want to talk to or what do you want to look up to try to get more information given all the teachers we have I think I would need some more information. Mm -hmm. I hope uh, that our lovely librarian would be willing to read a little bit for me. I have a really eye-catching problem at the moment. <laughs> True. <laughs> You're going to have minuses to research. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. So, yeah. um, But I still want to uh, go take another look at the library because I have something that I would like to research, actually. All right. When it comes to Skevius McCrevious's work, if you want to research that, Jasper does have some notes separately. We can say that he took this little book that y'all found. If, if that's what you want to research in that direction, but if you want to look in a re another direction that you think is more library appropriate, that's totally fine. So what are you trying to find? In the end, it's going to be a little bit about um, magical stones and the way they work with the magical connections, you know? I have a sapphire. I would like to learn more about how stuff like that works. Okay. Might not be a bad idea to ask Jasper, hey, can I look at those notes? And you can actually study in your common room in relative privacy. Um, Jasper, mm -hmm. you still have those notes from Skivis McRubis, don't you? Yeah, sure. I wrote everything down. Could I take a look at those? If you are careful, you know. The written word is the most valuable thing. Where do you have your written words? 
Just asking, as Nadine. I think it's in your messenger bag. It's in the messenger bag that Cecily sleeps with right now. Just that you know. <laughs> That's a very good point. It's invisible, so you have to uh, you have to look to find it. You have to get it yourself. <laughs> Jasper, I literally can't see a lot right now. I would really appreciate if you give it to me. And it's invisible anyway. Um. Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> I mean, Jasper would, like, not sneak in, but, you know, go and try not to wake her up. Sassy mm -hmm. does sleep on it, though. Okay. <laughs> but at the same time... She has her head on it. Jasper, roll a sneak roll, and oh. Sassy, roll an investigation roll. <laughs> Ooh, a net 20. <laughs> Ooh, a two minus one. <laughs> the thing is... Useless stuff like that. I always roll like a really good number. But when it actually matters, I roll it too. What happens is Jasper very carefully opens the door, tries to sneak up to Sasley's bed where he brought her earlier so she could rest and knows that the invisible bag is hanging on her somewhere and just goes to reach around her mm -hmm. very carefully to just feel around where it might be. And at the slightest brush of fabric, Sasley bolts straight up in the bed in a sudden moment of clarity and says, I'm gonna hit you with my plus one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a sheep. I'm just a sheep. And I need the messenger back. He's a sheep. One. No, but Cecily, no, you're awake. Where's the messenger back? One. One. <laughs> it's fine. You can you can get the messenger bag, uh, or you can find the book in the in the messenger bag. But Sassley remains the most terrifying foe that you have ever faced. She is. You can't sneak up on her. She, she's physically powerful. She's just just a scary lady. <laughs> I mean, looking forward to another dream with Knecht now. But um, the thing is, I because of the Matthias Sinterhauser thing. Yeah. I personally don't have something that I would like to trade with him. Okay. And I don't know if Nadine has anything or if Eric has anything. That I can trade? Let me look up. Yeah, if there's materials or items that you have that you think you're like, mm, I wonder if we could get something cooler or better or rarer or more interesting for us. Hey, you can give him Yuval's bond. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally thinking about it. Because I could easily say, oh, I must have lost my school wand. They'll probably give me another one. So I was even thinking about, but I'm not sure. Could could become in handy, but could become really bad for portacy rolls. Ah, give that amulet of intention, then it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask him for stuff. Like, the way that Matthias works is he also can... If you tell him, hey, we want this kind of potion or item, then he would send you out to go and do a task for him, like to go find a different kind of material or go defeat a certain kind of creature that drops certain materials, uh, which was a whole side quest option that y'all had very early when you actually had free time. But right now is probably, you will not have enough time to do that. <laughs> ah, grinding quests, I see. Um, that was one of your early <laughs> quest options that y'all ignored. Uh, <laughs> what means ignored we prioritized a different quest line uh-huh yes you did you did <laughs> yeah I, I don't mind really like i the only thing that i would consider trading but i'm not even sure is actually you will want but i think it's too important i don't know in the moment what to do with the sapphire splints but i don't know if he can do something with that i also have a seal bear i think a seal bear yeah totally that would give someone a plus a plus one to potency for like one spell, basically. You get a little bonus for if you eat it right before you cast a spell. Um, but that's a pretty rare item if you want to trade that in. You could probably get something good for that if you think you could find something more helpful. You won't get the item that gives you plus five to potency, but you might get like, you might be able to get like a potion or something in exchange for uh, a zeal bear. How about Holder's Blessing? So it's his <laughs> fault when he got it. It's not, it's not us anymore. You know, in, you know in Pokemon how you have the key items pocket that you can't do anything with those items? <laughs> I also feel like we need to think about where the Blessing might be. Yeah. 
I wonder where it could be. You can ask Eric. Hey, can we trade the blessing? Oh, you don't know. Yes, sure. No, you don't. And I can't tell you for the love of God. <laughs> okay, but moving on, uh, we can discuss this item thing when we get to Lucas's turn. For now, Eric, you are able to get the book and to spend your evening researching. We will say for our purposes that Jasper is not in the room uh, at this time. And you research. And what are you specifically looking for for Sapphire or for... I'm specifically, first of all, looking for Sapphire, because what we know so far is that the Sapphire was able to dampen memories mm -hmm. through a magical connection that has been established between the Sapphire and Jasper's mom. That's right. So I'm like, okay, Sapphire working, there should be some side notes about how this connection could have been attached to it hypothetical all right so uh it's your first hour of research roll a research roll for your first hour of research uh and you do have minus two to research while you blink away the lights in your eyes yeah so so just to be clear it's overall minus three okay <laughs> i've got minus one to bookishness what shall i say great <laughs> that's still workable i've got an overall 14. 14 is not bad Let's go ahead and do all of these rolls, and I'll tell you everything you find out. Yeah. It's your second hour of research. Give me another roll. Will do, will do. 14! Okay. Just making sure the dice falls on other sides as well, yes. We'll say that because you are researching in your room and you decided not to go to the library, you can't get kicked out of the library. We'll say that you get a third hour of research in. Mm. So go ahead and roll a third research roll. Will do. That's where it stops. It's uh, three. Okay, okay. So 14 is the best. Obviously, when we when we start to get over 15 is when we start to get really great results. Uh, all of your research rolls. Also in the library the other day, I think you also rolled a 14. Yes. Uh, and Jasper also rolled a 14. And Sassley rolled a 12. The research rolls so far not been killing it. If I wouldn't be blinded, <laughs> it would have worked. It's true. That's true. It would have been. It's true. That's the bad stuff about getting conditions. So, but you you are able to find the section about sapphires, and you see like basically this is some sheets that Jasper had been able to to take very quickly. You know, like some kind of loose papers that he had just grabbed. But you see that Jasper has been writing in the margins, finishing the notes. He didn't write anything new, but seems as though when he grabbed these notes, he was able to finish it. He just kind of knew what was supposed to be there mm -hmm. uh, preternaturally, which gives you, you know, you have this moment of like, huh, that's that's interesting. And you remember that he also remembered the layout of Skeevius McCreevious's lab when you were there. Yeah. And maybe some things start to come into focus for you, mm -hmm. uh, as, as you see that. So you go to the section about, you see there's a little section about sapphires, and you do see that Skeevius was toying around with the idea of he had theorized, and we, we said this earlier, he was very good at theory, but he didn't have a way to practically do what he wanted to do. And as you go through Skevius's notes, you see that the key to all of these different gemstones, he kept coming back to this ruby. He wanted to empower the ruby somehow to be able to connect, disconnect, route connections differently. His plan was to use the ruby to do this. And it, he keeps referencing getting something in the ruby, but it doesn't say what that is. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's always like subject A must be in the ruby. Subject A will be used in this way. And this is so technical for you. On a 14, you're not like putting it all together. It doesn't click. You do see there is a section about like uh, gemstones having an ima a magical inertness. You you already kind of understand this from your item creation uh, experiences that materials do lose their magical efficacy after you've used them a few times. It seems like once you imbue them with with power, they're not able to hold power again, uh, as far as you know, but. It does seem like it, it seems like maybe that's not forever. Sometimes there might be ways to rejuvenate things magically if you get them close enough to a strong power source, if you know how. Mm -hmm. 
That is not described here, but you do see there is some talk about that because this is all about gemstones and the magical validity of different items. And it does occur to you in this moment, you have these sapphire splinters. You do have a mending spell. Yeah, I do. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yep, maybe something to try after three hours of reading. I will see. <laughs> yeah, you kind of get up and roll your neck and okay wow that was a lot of scientific jargon Head hurts <laughs> <laughs> okay so i would take those splinters out of the vial put them carefully on my nightstand okay uh, as far as i remember uh, not really seeing a lot doesn't stop me from casting stuff no <laughs> your magic is not affected by your blinded condition well and uh, the spell I want to cast isn't very complicated. I hope it's going to work. Okay, he's going to take his wand, his violent bow. <sighs> Looking at them. Hmm. Belongen zusammen. It's an 18. Okay. Now, this, this spell has a base of four to be cast, but this was more complicated than, like, when you put the flower back together, back in your battle with Yazadva. Yeah. But with an 18, you see starts first more slowly, but the splinters kind of rattle and and because you kind of magically sucked up all these splinters of the sapphire into a vial, you have most of the sapphire there. Maybe there's little specks you see missing. You, you know, you kind of didn't get it all perfectly, but you have mostly a full sapphire now in front of you. Not that easy to get sapphires. Nope. And while from what you read, you do not think that this sapphire is at this time magically usable, that doesn't mean that it couldn't be one day. Mm -hmm. From everything you've read, your theory about lessening a bond with a sapphire would be plausible would be possible what does it mean to weaken a deal between two wizards that you don't know the deal would still exist but the effects might be lessened on both sides so if that is a route that you want to follow it would seem to be possible and you do have perhaps a way perhaps and that is where we'll end with mr eric mm -hmm. jasper mm -hmm. what have you decided to do with your activity slot Still want to meet Matthias Hinterhauser, but um, if possible, on the way, Jasper would like to, you know, make a little turn to the cafeteria, you know, because you know Jasper and you know how I want something from Matthias. Maybe I try to befriend him in the first place. So <laughs> if it's possible, going on Nutella bread. You can, oh, okay, Nutella. I thought you were going to bring him a taco because it's Taco Tuesday. No, no, no. It's evening time. And, you know, the ah, okay, best okay. thing that Jasper can do is um, prepare a nice... A little dessert. Yeah. A little dessert for Matthias. Okay, yeah, this is... Can I have to roll for it or can I just grab it? You might eventually. Have you worked out? Do you have what items you have in mind that you want to bring to him? Materials or whatnot? For, well, I, I want to um, check out what... If you know, that's totally fine. Okay. Then we can just do it. So you head up to the uh, top of the Owlry, and you do see Matthias's station here is set up, and you see that he's folding up his sign, he's putting his tablecloth away, he's closing up for the day, but he is there. Yoo-hoo, Matthias! Matthias! Oh, hey! Friend of the No Shield, how's it going? And he goes for a handshake. He did the cool handshake with Sassley once. He's going to try to do it with you. Roll a stunt roll. Oh, wouldn't it be cool too? It's a 19, but minus one. Ooh. Oh, you guys always roll good on handshakes. It's so funny. <laughs> I know. Like Jasper and Sassley, they're very good at useless stuff. <laughs> it goes pretty well. You get he got boom, ta ta. Little guns out, little f finger flip. Uh, it works out pretty well. Uh, and he's like, all right. Hey, thanks for, are you up here to see me or are you just getting a, a message? <laughs> so one, one screech owl. <laughs> well, that one is scary. No, but Matthias, actually, I'm here for you. Oh, um, if, if, if you haven't closed already, I don't know. No, uh, well, yeah, I am closing up, but oh, I, I know there's a big uh, competition tomorrow. I've been 
I've been here all day with students stopping by trying to get materials and who would I be if not to listen to any any requests that you might have? Uh, how can I help you? <laughs> he rolls his sign back out. Matthias Hinterhauser, materials I have Laura Moore. <laughs> he picks up this um, suitcase. <laughs> comes open it's got a few pouches inside little vials tinctures uh what were you looking for well first of all you know you probably stand up here all day don't you well i i have a chair but uh yeah it's it's long hours no doubt no doubt well, that's nice. but um you know because i think maybe we are friends maybe we are not um just because i really appreciate all the things that you're doing here i just brought you something from the cafeteria oh and just proposed a little in paper wrapped yeah, bread with Nutella. Gee, thanks. Jasper, I will give you the choice. You can roll for this, a luck check, or you can spend IP and you can hope that this is a gesture that he cares about. If you roll well, he'll care. If you roll badly, he won't care. Or you can spend IP and you can say, I, I hope he cares. The thing is, it's the end of the day. So, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would consider spending IP. Okay. If if the bread is not totally disaster. <laughs> You're like eight IP. I have brought you. <laughs> this is only the beginning of what I assume is a negotiation. So think about it. But if you spend too little, he might not really care. So I mean, I would. I would negotiate. But on the other hand, Jasper actually really tries to befriend people. So, you know, it's yes, negotiation, true. of course, but it's a bit with a wink of, of an eye. And, you know... Oh, 100%. Maybe we're friends after all. So I would say I would spend three IP. Three IP. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, actually. I was getting a little peckish. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, and he, he takes a big bite and then sets it off to the side. So, um, what is it that I can do for you? First of all, I was thinking... Is it actually allowed to use any materials or items during the tournament or is it like, you know, is it like cheating? Oh, I would think it would be possible. Yeah, I think this is every man for himself uh, kind of just go for it. I imagine that there might be things like time limits and different kind of uh, ways of gauging how everybody's doing. So if you use a potion, maybe that counts against you in a way. But if it helps you win, then maybe it's worth it. After all, I do believe that the powers of materials and items are well worth any sort of negative effect, uh, given how much they can boost your abilities. And do you also think that maybe you would have something that could kind of help people to actually win a task in the tournament? I'm certain that I do. And Jasper gets a little closer to the table. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I mean, we have tournaments in every lesson, in every class. I'm not sure where, where we're going to be a bit weaker, you know, the shieldless friends, you know, Cecily and Eric. Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah. Great, great kids. Love it. Cecily does a great handshake too. So I was thinking maybe is there something that you would suggest me that you would, you know, as a friend would would. Well, this is an economy here, so, you know, nothing comes for free, but I have a lot to offer. I have all of the basic potions. You see that this suitcase can, like, fold open like a makeup kit, you know? So it's got a fake bottom and the top (laughs) thing comes open. Uh, You see he has all of the basic slash easy level potions oh. so constitution cola restores a constitution antidote cures a character of poison butter brew you already have one but you could definitely trade a butter brew for a different kind of item if you like of the same quality you know yes. you could trade a butter brew for a constitution cola if you wanted to you see he has dragon's blood which cures paralysis and spirit freeze you see he has blaze balm which gives you fire resistance for one minute and you see a few rarer potions but he doesn't lead with those he shows you all the easy potions and he's like if you're looking for something more specific we also have that do i know does jasper know that if cecily is going to rest the whole night then the next day she won't be poisoned anymore yeah okay um well then jasper might be interested in the this um what do you say fire resistance flame resistance what was it yeah sure it's probably the rarest of the easy items because the material is the hardest to get Mm -hmm. uh it has to be made from water from a cobalt that is something that is difficult to 
get, as you well know how difficult it is to catch a kobold. Yeah, so Jasper points to one of these sure. vials and says, mm, might be interested in one of those. Oh, a blaze bomb. Yes, absolutely. You look at it, it's uh, water with a silvery sheen on top. You can see little motes, little sparks of fire on the inside. Kobolds are creatures of fire and water magic combined together, which is why this grants this power after you say the incantation and, and create the item. And this item is already made, no role necessary. Absolutely. Do you have an item of value that you'd like to trade for it? Or, you know, do you, what, what, what would you suggest? Yeah, let me see. And Jasper, you know, goes in his pockets. Oh, before I forget, mm, look. Here's another, another bread with Nutella that I just brought you. It's in my other pocket. <laughs> and hence, Matthias, another one. Oh, thank you. But I, I do appreciate that, even though I don't feel as hungry as I did the last time you gave me one. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I want to be honest with you, Matthias. I'm not sure how valued these things are, how pricey it is. So I don't know what, what in order to you know offer to you that would be like appropriate. I found this. No, you know, it's just for pulls up <laughs> book. Do you know the author? You are dumb. <laughs> I haven't had the pleasure. And then he shows him the book of uh, how to be a witty wizard. Your wondrous item. <laughs> so you're offering this for a trade. Yeah, but <clears throat> it's more like, Matthias, I'm not sure whether you do that, but I'm really, you know, have a hand for deals. So um, maybe I can, you know, give you this as a fund. You know, and then you tell me whatever you want for uh, this place thing. To be very honest with you from a game point standard, how to be a witty wizard is far more valuable than Blaze Bomb. Oh, it is. It's an extremely powerful item. It allows you to research anytime you want, always, and you have a really good research. So, yes, I know that sometimes you fail the role and then you get fake facts, which are harmful to you. But it can also give you information on basically anything if you roll well. So it's a powerful item. He will certainly trade you something for it or multiple things that are good. But that's up to you. I just wanted to tell you how to be a witty wizard is extremely valuable. And do you think that there's anything we could do? I mean, I want to be honest, Matthias. I don't really have much that I could offer you. But nevertheless, even if you don't want to trade, I just want to check on you. Like I said, if, does anyone else have an item that they would have been okay with uh, Jasper borrowing for trading purposes? Uh, potentially, he could have uh, gotten my soul berries. I mean, every one of us has these things, I guess. No, you had you had three, and I think you used two. I still have mine. Okay, you have then. It's Eric then who has one zeal bear left. So if you, I, I have them on my sheet. That gives you plus one to potency. It's also not a common item. Most of my spells are mostly running on uh, deftness, not potency. So it could be helpful for like one Zauberschlag, and that's that. Yeah, and I'm pretty good on potency anyway, so I wouldn't need actually need it. I would be fine with giving them away. Mm. Easily, we can say that, Eric, you told him you were going to see Matthias, and he gave you the zeal bear. So if you want, you can definitely pull that out and show that to... Uh, Matthias Hinterhauser. Yes, okay. Rewind. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I offer it to him. Would it be something that you would accept? Oh, uh, now he recognizes it immediately. Azealbear, these are not native to this region. Well, that's a great trade. I would happily give you any of these pre-made potions uh, in exchange for this zeal bear. He will give you a constitution cola, an antidote, a butterbrew, um, a dragon's blood, or a blaze bomb. What was the dragon's blood again? Sorry. It heats up the body mm -hmm. and like energizes you. Yes. And from a game point standpoint of view, it cures paralysis. Paralysis is minus one to all uh, spryness rolls. And it cures spirit freeze as well. The ice and cold magic condition. Yeah, I want to have the blaze blaze beam blaze bomb absolutely uh he says uh i'm i think that's a very fair trade uh i think you're making a smart decision here because for you maybe a zeal bear is not that useful it's like plus one to one spell but for him it's like rare and maybe he can use it to make something else and he makes that trade for you and add to your inventory jasper blaze bomb if a character rubs blaze bomb directly on their forehead 
they have fire resistance for one minute. What that means is there will be no like incidental fire damage if something catches on fire. I know that's more of a role play way, but you also know it might get to be more than gameplay, might become mechanical at some point. If you are hit with a fire spell, we're going to downgrade that from a normal hit to a light hit. You only have to roll a five to survive that constitution roll. It only works for one person at a time, though. Blaze Bomb, obviously a nice uh, item to have if you're up against uh, field mages who use fire magic and kobolds who use fire magic and uh, fiery people. (laughs) He says, is there anything else I can do for you, Jasper? I really appreciate you bringing this by. Well, actually, nothing nothing dealing-wise. It's more like, how do you feel about the certain situ- situation in Neudrachenberg? Well, I, this is my third year here, and I have to tell you, it is... It's weird, man. It's just weird. I never saw the school like this, so... Uh, I hope things improve, uh, in general, for everybody. Especially for you first years. And now you have to go through this tournament, because only a first year can be a crystal bearer, and I, I find the whole thing really uh, wild, but I'm just glad that I can do my part to help you all exceed, uh, succeed in the, well, exceed as well, exceed expectations and succeed in the best way possible. With that, the thing rolls back up, the table like flats down, he's got it all set up, everything is set up to just, you know, like immediately pack away, and he says, but you know what, you guys, uh, you guys always made a good impression on me, you three, and, um, I remember when those agents were around asking questions, you didn't throw me under the bus. I appreciate that, because they were asking questions about me. And he tosses you a little extra vial. Uh, That one's on the house. And you see he takes his little package, and he heads back to do whatever he needs to do for himself for the evening. He also has classes. And he heads out. Roll a d20. Did I catch it? (laughs) (laughs) That's why you roll the d20. Yes, you did. Yes, you caught it. It's a three. It's a three. Uh, okay, great. You get some practitioner's peppers. Oh, yes. I've had them before. Yeah, that's right. You've, you, you actually found those before. You get some practitioner's peppers. That's great. Mm-hmm. So not an item, but just a little extra material as a, as a little wink, a little thank you to, to you. Great. And what do I do with the other three breads? Hmm. <laughs> and so it looks like you have to eat your Nutella by yourself for the rest of the evening. You uh, look around the owlery one more time. You know, the birds are up there. You see uh, Ross's eagle there. You know that there's mm-hmm. some kind of something going on there, but you're still not sure. But nothing changed from the way we investigated before. Mm-hmm. But I think now, now that you're aware of the eagle and you've seen the eagle in his desk and he's, he's hinted kind of at it, that's an intelligent eagle right there. That's a smart bird. That's, that's a, a highly trained bird. That's, that's Ross Ehrenmann's personal bird. And Jasper waves at it before he leaves. It cocks its head at you and doesn't say anything, just watches you with the eagle eye. Oh, it's Ross Ehrenmann watching through the eye of the eagle. I don't know. Celsius sleeps. But like... So you head downstairs eating Nutella. You do find a note on the door as you walk in uh, to the room. Uh, The note says that the three of you need to report to the Grand Hall tomorrow at a half hour past morning bell. So no one will be coming to collect you like usual. It's just everybody to the Grand Hall tomorrow morning, half hour past morning bell. And you enter the room. You see that Eric is there and eric did you fix the sapphire in the main room or in the bedroom i fixed it in the bedroom but um but i think i took it into the main room with me so you're there kind of examining it holding it up to the light yep beautiful stone and that's what you see when you when you walk in jasper oh what's that um a sapphire (gasps) is it wait it's not is it from the splinters that you collected Yes, uh, I I thought I tried uh, my repair spell on it. Seemed to work. And what can you do with it now? Right now, in the moment, not a lot. But maybe it could be something that helps. Maybe it helps us for tomorrow. Look what I got for Matthias. And I show him my my items and the the material that I got. You show him the blaze bomb and you compare your your different uh, discoveries tonight, your, your different accomplishments. Slap, snap, snap. 
at the door. Who snaps? Is it really portrait? Someone dancing. Snap, snap. Kickball change. Kickball <laughs> snap. It's double the Jets. Turn. <laughs> da, na, na, da, na. <laughs> Which door? The main door? Your front door. Yeah, hopefully not. It doesn't come out of my room, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> the dog uh, musical reappeared for Cecily in her sleep. Eric, like, puts the sapphire back mm -hmm. in a safe pocket, uh, makes his way towards the door, and let's open the door snap, snap. and not see who's behind it. Snap. You open the door. No one is there. Snap. 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 Hello? The sound is coming from your feet. He's looking downwards, kinda. You look down, and you see something very strange. There is a piece of granite of the cobblestone. It is a different color than the rest of the stones on the ground, and it is surging through the rest of the stone, moving around it. And this piece of granite-looking stone is ramming into the not into your door but into the doorway of your room but it cannot enter you think this might be because of all the protections that have been put on your room that this this for whatever reason this stone cannot enter boom 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 um but you see that something is written on the stone uh jasper would, would you mind to come a bit closer i can't really probably read like What's down there? there? There's something. There's a stone trying to come in. Do I have to? It's so creepy. Yeah, please. You have to. And he's getting closer. <laughs> so you can read on the stone. It's not a lot. You read it. It just says, a little help for some old friends. The tournament will begin with two. Potions and magical creatures. Best of luck, dash E. E? E. Hmm. Roll, roll world lore. Sounds good. It's bookishness? Yeah, it's bookishness. Well, then it's a total of 20. A total of 20. <laughs> that's good. That, that's good. Uh, you recognize the color of that granite. You saw it for in the library. It is the same color that the statues of Goethe and, and yes, and that Enda was. Guys, I knew he's not bad. And you see, you've, you've read this, it's click, clack, click, still trying to come into the, the doorway. I read it out to, to um, Eric, so he's aware of it. Well, if you want, just come in. <laughs> it's not able to enter this little piece of stone, but as you read it out loud, it seems that that seems to break the spell there, and you see that this stone <laughs> surges through the stone of the hallway back somewhere. Runs away. And again, Jasper waves at it. <laughs> Wait a second. Ender? Yeah, it must be Ender. The stone looked like from his statue. But wasn't he, like, somehow contained after what happened in the library? But, you know, I think that deep inside, Ender is a good guy. You never saw what happened to Ender, but the last that you saw him, Ross Ehrenmann was walking him. To his, he wasn't deanimated or anything, but Ross Ehrenmann was walking him away. You don't know where he got taken. Eric closes the door again, and now he can think loud a little bit more openly. Like, hopefully no one's listening. Maybe, I mean, Mr. Ehrenmann wanted to give us hints about what's to come. Maybe he does it with Ender? Could be. Could be both of them. Maybe we'll get to use Isatva's potion after all. With this message from a long ago ally in your head and the tournament beginning sharply in the morning, we will end our episode there. <laughs> That's great, Sassley. Just just an hour and a half more of that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm bump punch punch plus one. I'm hungry.
Our Magician Master is Michael Moore. Sassly Mary Nature Spring is Nadine Kuhn. Jasper Casper is Lucas Fisher. Eric Miller is Sebastian Kinder. Theme song by Aaron Richards with additional music by Ethan Anderson. Our cover art is by Pascal Genie. Well, folks, that's it for this week, but we hope that you are going to come back in two weeks' time for the next installment of JK We Rolling. I hope our heroes aren't going to sleep on the job for their first day of the Crystal Bearer Tournament. In fact, I can promise you that they won't. This tournament is going to be all that and a bag of chips. But in the meantime, don't forget to follow us. Check us out on social media. That's jk.weird.rolling on Instagram or jk.weirdrolling on Facebook. And yeah, see if we've been up to anything. I still occasionally post on there. (laughs) And when my players are very nice, they help me remember to make stories. Uh, Shout out to Nadine. And you can support the show directly on Patreon at patreon.com slash jkwerolling. And we appreciate our patrons who help us keep this whole thing spinning so much. Thank you all. Check out our sister podcast, Allegedly D&D Pod Horizons Point. Uh, Check them out while they continue to do their miniseries, The Defectors. It's a backstory miniseries that I find incredibly interesting so give them a look my personal recommendation for this week is going to be the dungeons and dragons based card game three dragons ante y'all we can't get enough of it uh tune in for more board game recommendations here at jk we're rolling and that's it for this week so until next time remember to keep your head brain sharp and your wand at the ready She was the first pixie elf to attend the Jochenberg School of Magic in over 100 years, which is what makes her such an oddity at the school. All of a sudden, she's returned, and this this ritual that had become just something figurative, just something that was a, a, a reward for hard work, now seems to have real magical importance, uh, and especially now that things are so dire where the castle is with these dark clouds and shadow creatures coming into the castle. So the timing couldn't be better for this ceremony to work. And I can't wait to find out what's going to happen next. So without much further ado, let's begin this next episode of JK, We Are Rolling. And Cecily, depending on the outcome, maybe there won't be a pixie elf for another hundred years. <laughs> Just thinking. I don't understand. I really don't understand. <laughs> <laughs>